Mais ouais! <rire> yeah! Welcome back, friends, to the Joe Blow Horror Show, where we review, rate, discuss, and break down horror movies, not horror films. We are surprising you guys with a holiday episode. I hope you guys had a good Christmas, safe Christmas, happy new year. Everything was all hunky-dory. You guys had happy happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy... Um, solstice or whatever the fuck, you know, whatever, whatever you celebrate. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I would, how was your holiday? Uh, well, yeah, but, oh, boss tuna and TM, oh, T boo, excuse me, T boo here. Yeah. Um, we went and popped fireworks. Um, no, no, that was New Year's. Holy shit. Yeah, this is a holiday special slash, what, uh, winter special, right? Or Yeah, yeah we'll just call yeah. it our, our holidays. Where It's a surprise episode anyways, so nobody had any expectations, yeah. For Christmas, it was pretty laid back. Um, we do the Christmas thing. We got the Christmas tree and the presents and Santa, and the kids got everything. My daughter got all the My Little Ponies, all oh, of yeah. them individually and she lost her mind and and the words that came out of her mouth were i got everything i wanted now's my chance (laughs) now's my chance for what like we were all the grown-ups in the room were like what but we were laughing it was cute but it's like what is your chance for world domination i don't know what is my three-year-old plotting but i got i got a um cthulhu no, uh, Lovecraft collection, including the Cthulhu mythos. So nice. I got all the like all these books my wife bought me, and I can't wait to to dive into them. Yeah, what about got, you, man? What what was your big Christmas gift? Oh, big Christmas gift! I got I got I got quite a bit of horror related stuff. Um, some bunch of work so- dress work socks dress socks from Fright Rags. I got uh, Dawn of the Dead pajama pants um i got the george romero zombie book um oh what's that book called oh god it's it's on my nightstand right now i can't remember it's 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 a new book folks yeah it's it's if for anyone interested in zombies you got to check it out it's it's the only book that romero's ever written and he wrote most of it ended up dying before he could finish it um and some guy you know the, the estate and family found this guy who was a huge fan and he kind of finished it and wrote it in the same vein that Romero had. So I got that. Haven't read a book in a couple of years, so I'm excited to get back into it. Um, I got, I can't remember. I think I got a DVD or two as well, but um, no, it was pretty laid back. We, yeah, you sent, you sent me some, uh, some pics of, of the DVDs you got. Oh, I got um, a, I got a horror trivia game too. So that oh, might, did you? 
Yes, that might play a role in the in an upcoming episode, maybe. So, oh, that sounds awesome, man! I love yep. trivia. Yep. So, no. Oh, funny. and you also made a, a, an amazing bacon wrapped pork loin stuffed with Swiss cheese and Italian sausage. Yes, those are those. I know we have some listeners locally here in Iowa. Graziano sausage is kind of a, a staple here in central Iowa. So, yep, stuffed it with uh, Graziano Swiss, bacon wrapped it, put it on the grill. That was our Christmas dinner. And, that looked delicious. Oh, dude, it tasted just as good as it looked. Mm. Uh, went up to Minnesota for a week, spent some good time with family up there, fishing, uh, ice fishing, obviously, snowmobiling. Uh, it was a good time, man. It was a good time. Came back. We actually got some snow down here. So that's, I love that. Yeah. It doesn't snow often over there in Iowa. Uh, I mean, it does, but it's off and on last year. We really didn't get much. Uh, the year before we got a lot that stayed this year, we got about a five or six inch snowstorm and it's still out there. So nice. We'll get snow and it'll melt before you can really have too much fun in it. But that's like Louisiana, man. We get snow occasionally every few years. And yeah, it basically, if it stays cold outside at night, it'll land and it'll, it'll kind of sit there for a little while, but it kind of just melts almost right away. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just people that live here in, in Iowa would probably disagree, but I'm used to Minnesota where, you know, October, November, uh, you're, there's snow on the ground until March kind of thing. So I would love that personally. I love the snow. I love the cold. Oh, yeah. yep. I miss New Jersey. Louisiana yep. is a sweaty hellhole. I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't, man. I, I, I can't do heat. Can't handle heat. I love winter. You, you get used to it, but it's not. I, I, I'm from here, man, and I'm telling you, like, fuck this. Why <laughs> in the fuck did Cajuns, who were exiled from Canada, a cold place of awesomeness, decide to go as far as fuck from there as they could. And, and yeah. when they got here and like, they were oh, looking around. That swamp looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and, and set up camp next to this bayou full of mosquitoes and shit and fucking get bit. And look, an alligator, a dinosaur monster. Let's go ahead and live next to Pretty that. Pretty much. Pretty much. Cajuns are wild, man. God damn. What do you but say? Hey, we... Speaking of um, snowmobiles. There's a snowmobile coming up in a movie we're going to talk about tonight. But before we get there, I think you were about to say it yourself. I'm getting a little thirsty, man. Yeah, I let's hop in, and, our, uh, hop in our sleigh. Take a little, yeah. <laughs> take a little, <laughs> a trip. little trip on our sleigh to the, uh, the old titty twister. What say you, Tibu? I say uh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> What did you just bust open there? What is that? This here is my beverage for the evening, one of them. It's a local brew out of Kelowna, Iowa. Really, really small town, but they have a pretty legit brewery there. It's called the Lubricator. It's a Doppelbach lager. <laughs> pretty solid. I've really been into these Doppelbachs um, lately. 
and I saw this at the store, had to hit it up. A little bit more mild of a flavor than I would like in a Doppelbach. You know, typically Bachs are pretty caramely, malty, heavy in flavor. This one's a little lighter than I would prefer, but it's it's still pretty good, you know, all, all the same. So what about you? What are you drinking tonight? Um, I'm, I'm drinking an old favorite. Uh, I think I've mentioned this on the show before for past listeners, but for any new folks here, I've got an IPA. This is Elysian Space Dust, mm-hmm. brewed and bottled in Seattle, Washington. So this is an American beer, and man, it's strong. It's 8.2% by volume. It's very hoppy. If you don't like IPAs, steer clear, because this will knock you on your ass. This is a strong motherfucking beer, and I've got a six-pack. And uh, to let everyone in, I am three, four beers deep now. So... Tonight's going to be fun. You'll be, you'll have a good time. You'll have a good time tonight. I got to send you, well, first off, I got to send you one of the Joe Blow Horror Show pumpkin stouts. Um, but I think when I do send that to you, I got to send you a Surly Furious. It's what got me into IPAs. Give me that shipping and handling, bro. I will pay for this to come to me. I want that pumpkin stout. I, I just got to, I'm just lazy. I just got to ship it out to you I'll, I'll, no it's I'll, no worries man no worries i'll get you a little something something so i appreciate uh, the back in the back in the in the gap which is some episodes ago now because we've been cranking these out um boss tuna sent me a care package with uh what was that whiskey what was that bourbon it was a bourbon appleton rye whiskey oh oh it's a whiskey okay dude that's still to this day I think about that whiskey and I'm like, man, that shit was so good. It was so smooth. It tasted smooth, yeah. amazing. My God. That was awesome. So yeah, you've been you've been generous with your alcoholic gifts so far. So yes. I do look forward to to your own homebrew, the pumpkin stout. Yeah. Everybody. I'm just makes pissed. A it goes it, it, it's a pumpkin stout. Um, (laughs) dude, I, I, am just pissed that they went so fast. They're supposed to be 48 bottles. Um, only about, only got about 40 of them because settlement and, or sediment or whatever settlement, but no, anyways, yeah, enough of the uh, (laughs) beer talk. And what do you say we hop into this biatch? Yes, let's do. Grandpa, I want the truth about Christmas. If it's the truth you want, then it's the scary truth you're gonna have. According to the Book of Claus, Santa, Satan's only son, lost a bet and was forced to spread Christmas cheer. But now, all bets are off. Santa? Yes, there is a Santa Claus. Not a myth or a legend. He's real. Only he's not bearing gifts and presents anymore. Christmas can sure scare the dickens out of people. He's scary yet educational. I'm just trying to spread a little yuletide fear. Are you saying Santa is offing everyone who's naughty and nice? Nicholas shot him. You shot Santa? This holiday season. Oh, oh, oh. 
lock your doors. Bolt the windows. Oh, Grandpa got run over by a reindeer. Everyone stand back. Things are about to get a little messy. And block the chimney. Cause naughty or nice, Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa's sleigh. Go ahead, kid. Let's see what Santa got you. I hate children. Okay, so Santa's sleigh is a 2005 movie, rated R, 78 minutes. It's written and directed by David Steinman. Steeman, maybe. Steinman. Um, Steinman, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, really not much under his belt as far as. as creds go at least nothing that caught my eye to write down this is starring bill goldberg or more normal normalized i guess it's just goldberg uh, for our wrestling fans out there uh, yeah douglas smith um he was in stage fright ouija bye bye man uh, emily de raven she was our, our main character there she was in the carrie remake uh and the hills have eyes remake as well couple solid remakes she was in both horror related uh, and then Robert Culp, who uh, has been in a bajillion movies. That's the grandpa. Silent Night, Deadly Night 3 is one of his horror uh, creds. Um, he was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was pretty good in that. Do you have anything you want to add? As- oh, yeah, man. We Also, I want to say in the film, um, we in the opening scene, I'm gonna, I want to dive into this. Okay, so look. Bill Goldberg is the titular Santa in Santa's Slay. And I'm a wrestling fan. Uh, ha, uh, and when I was a, a kid, Goldberg was – him and Stone Cold Steve Austin were basically the two biggest wrestlers in their respective companies, um, that being WWF when I was a kid. Now it's WWE. Um, and Goldberg was the big star over at WCW or the big push – I mean, you had Hogan, you had Sting, DDP, Nash. I could go deep. But I, this movie was one that really passed me by um, back in 2005. I did not see this film. So picking this uh, for us to talk about as a holiday horror fu- uh, film was really a shot. <laughs> no pun intended, or not pun, no clear reference intended, a shot in the dark. But it was a shot in the dark. I was like, hey, how about this movie? And we we watched it. So in the opening scene, you are like just piled on with cameos. You get Fran Dresser. You get Chris Kattan from Saturday Night Live. You get James motherfucking Khan, who we're going to talk about in an upcoming (laughs) movie, Misery. So all – they all and some other actors and actresses that have been in plenty of films. And back in 2005, this carried a lot more weight as well. I mean, now people are like Fran Drescher, Chris Kattan. Well, this was 15 years ago. Fran Drescher was still hot on the heels of uh, whatever that sitcom was. Um, the Nanny. The uh, the net was it? Yeah, the Nanny. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then Chris Kattan obviously had a stint with um, Saturday Night Live. SNL. Yeah, did a bunch yep. of terrible movie no no Corky no, he Romano did, he, did, he did awesome movies like Corky Romano and um uh, I saw uh, that with theater and Night at the Roxbury yes Night at the Roxbury was actually I did like that one I'll take that back I, I like I like Corky Romano too I, I I love it um that song that movie introduced me to the song Take On Me by AHA 
which mm-hmm. is a great fucking song in my opinion. Just my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in, in this opening scene, this family is sitting down together for Christmas dinner and James Conn is hamming it up. He's like, I hope this turkey doesn't taste like leather and uh, making fun of his wife's cooking. His wife's got like the total, she's so DTF with uh, Chris Kattan. Mm-hmm. And the, you know the the, the you could tell the family's kind of awful to each other. They're kind of shitty people, and yeah. this plays right in. Yes, it was. It was the scene played out exactly how. I mean, they were going for campiness, they were going for just silly, off the wall, over the top, and it played out exactly that way. Yes, yeah. Right, right away at the beginning, this little very privileged dog starts going the fuck off and by privileged dog i mean this dog has a little miniature bed like a like a human bed that it goes and like curls up in and it's like a little what do you call those pomeranian it's a little uh, fluffy noisy yeah, angry yeah. dog it's 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 like one of those dogs that kim kardashian carries in her purses yes yes perfect example and <laughs> couldn't have said it better the dog fucking freaks out because Santa's coming down the motherfucking chimney, and guess what, bitches? It's Bill motherfucking Goldberg. He breaks through looking, in my opinion, awesome as fuck, dressed as Santa Claus in this crazy getup that's, I don't know, detailed and, and like, authentic to what would be, like, maybe some Icelandic. Like, like yeah, it, it's – so I, I don't think they went off of what we would consider an accurate depiction of Santa – but no. what they did was is they made a depiction of Santa that makes sense if 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 you follow that you mean you know yeah and and in the version of this this world's reality which so Santa busts in he kicks that pomeranian across the room into the ceiling fan which launches it back into the chimney which he just burst through and then he starts murdering the entire family he rolls onto the table destroys all the fucking dinner Stabs James Conn through both his hands, nailing him to the table. Kicks Chris Kattan into a, a dresser or, or, a, or some shelf, killing him like that. He, he, he murders Fran Dresser by fucking blowing alcohol into her hair and lighting her on fire. Yeah, and then he, drowning her in the punch bowl. <laughs> yes, yes. And he, uh, Santa Claus then fucking uh, knocks some girl in the head with one of the table legs and she's like, I've been good this year, but it didn't matter. Santa Claus kills her. He, he, he fucking kills everybody. And then he shoves the turkey leg into James Conn's mouth. Like you were, he yep. was dreading eating this turkey. It's like, oh, really? Irony. He, mm-hmm. he shoves it in the guy in his mouth and, and, and slams his head against the table, fucking killing him. So in the first three minutes of the movie, Santa has already killed like a whole family of people. And, and I'm like, ironically enough, the dog is the first one to get it too, which usually I know. End, out, end out making it alive. Dude, I, so it that happens, and then the title card hits, and then you get this opening credit scene that explains sort of the history of Santa with my favorite Christmas song, an instrumental of it, playing in the background, which is a Christmas Baby Won't You Come Home by, I think her name is Darlene Love. If anyone's ever watched the uh, Gremlins, the original, that's the opening song in that mm. film. That's my favorite Christmas song. I, I love the energy and and the the bombastic 
vocals of the of the performer in the original song but this yeah. this uh movie opens i just when when i heard the instrumental version of it i was like wow this movie's hitting me man it's it's like it's kind of getting to me um yeah when was your first watch with this 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 watch oh this watch okay yeah for this show yeah, yeah. i never no I never the the intro really i was hooked um after after that that introduction scene mm-hmm. i mean it reminded me i mean this isn't even a fair comparison uh but you know um drew barrymore and scream all these people i was no, like that's i didn't know they were comparison. in this yeah but yeah that's they James just con man yeah they it's just just to kill them off it was great it's awesome i love it they must have called in some favors so Something, the movie then yeah. the movie then shifts gears over um hell township which is a town in michigan by the way in real life and yes no no shit didn't know that yeah there's a town in michigan called hell um they never say in the film that it's in michigan but i mean there's ice and yeah so there's a nick the main character nick and um, his girlfriend well his kind of girlfriend mac that work at this deli owned by a, a jewish man named mr green and um, they're dealing with like some ornery old fucking bitch that you remember this lady? Yeah, it was like, hilarious. She, she was, yeah, she was an ornery old bitch, but it was pretty funny. Her name is Mrs. Talbot, like uh, the Wolfman from the classic The Wolfman, Universal Monsters, and uh, Larry Talbot. And she's just being a con. She's like, fuck you and fuck you, yeah. you whore to everyone oh, working there. Right, like, thank you, Mrs. Man. Talbot. Have a good day. Fuck you, whore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Straight up. And she's driving home almost like she's drunk, swerving all over the road. And Santa, Bill motherfucking Goldberg, is in a sleigh behind her with this awesome buffalo leading it. So, some Yeah, some kind of weird... So funny, funny trivia here with Bill Goldberg. I saw this and laughed. There's actually quite a bit of trivia uh, I found with this, but none of it was really worth writing down except one. So Wanda Ferriton, who I tried looking, uh, and I don't know what she did in the in the movie, but um, Wanda Ferriton only took the role in the movie. So I'm not sure if she was in the you know production side or the cast side. She only took the movie. Uh, because she thought she was going to be working with Jeff Goldblum. So <laughs> she, she, she mixed up Jeff Goldblum and, and Bill Goldberg. And she, you know, obviously Jeff Goldblum is Santa in this movie. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it doesn't, it doesn't stop there. Uh, it gets better. So she found out that it was Bill Goldberg, not Jeff Goldblum. Funny part is, 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 in real life, they're not married. Bill Goldberg. She, she was the uh, she was one of the strippers. He put his face between her legs in the in this movie. Oh, that's who. Okay, yep. that's okay. her. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, I, I looked up some. Of, I looked up some trivia too. Yeah, that Bill Goldberg married. Yeah, in a later scene, he yeah, Santa goes into a strip club and starts fucking fucking shit up. And um, in a in a funny scene, he his head gets put between this girl's legs. That's his wife. That's that's the girl you're talking about. Yeah. So he kills Mrs. Talbot by driving her off the road, and Mac and Nick they they leave work after getting some presents, and they uh they they go to um Nick's house, and. On the way there, Nick's like, yeah, I always wanted like Optimus Prime for Christmas. 
I always got like an easy bake oven and shit like that, which we later find out that motherfucker wanted an easy bake oven. Just be yourself, Nick. Be yourself, man. It's cool. He kind of has no interest in Mac also throughout yeah, the Yeah, that was kind of weird. <laughs> as well, and she's too. all about him. She wants yep. she wants the fuck. So uh, Nick's crazy grandpa is there and at his house, and he's got like a bunker, and he's all prepared for Santa's return because he's like, trust me, this guy's not what you think he is. He's, he's fucked up. And it was, it was funny with the dynamic between – uh, Nick and, and grandpa too, because they didn't really get into the backstory, um, you know, about his mom and dad. Um, no. I mean, it was, it's just Nick and grandpa and you could tell he's paranoid too. And the first time they get there, he's, you know, f- finding five keys to unlock the doors and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, his, his mm-hmm. grandpa's like some kind of mad scientist is pretty cool. Um, yeah, you get basically, I mean, there's really only a handful of characters just, in this whole movie it's it's santa with bill goldberg uh nick and mac and then grandpa now that's about it that's your main players you also mm-hmm. you, in the next scene after um grandpa gets introduced I, oh and he farts in nick's face i do want to say that he farts right in his grandson's yeah, face yeah i'm sorry nick <laughs> yeah and it's like but uh, oh oh he's like well i said i'm sorry uh <laughs> i like that um, he tell he tells him that Santa is you know not what he thinks and shit like that. But um, you get you get this local pastor who's at his church and he's clearly like a money hungry piece of shit. Yes, like I see I, I see coins and collection plates. I want to see bills for the needy. I need bills for the needy. Yeah, like going way off. And after, kind of, after it, it was uh, kind of funny because I th- briefly thought of. Of uh, Lionheart, he's like, "Do you want me to?" Or no, was it uh, Angel Heart? Was it Angel Heart where he's like, "You want me to fly in a? You want me to be flying around in an airplane or whatever?" Right? Was that was that Angel yes. Heart? Yes. yes, it was. Well, he yeah. was he was like, "You want?" He was like, "You want Jesus. me to drive in a Rolls Royce?" Jesus yes. wants me to drive in a Rolls Royce. Yes, yes, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And right um, after service, the uh, what? What's up? What? Angel no, I was Heart? just gonna say. Yeah. No, but it's it's just funny the stereotypes. <laughs> oh know, I mean, well yeah of course uh, and and, yeah. and there is the money hungry stereotype but in this movie he's he's also sinful and lustful because right after that scene he goes to a strip club um that we mentioned before mm-hmm. but he, he he runs off as as santa enters and begins killing everybody inside the fucking uh the employees the strippers he he cleaned off one of the stripper poles with like like cleaning product and wipes it down before using it as a weapon to electrocute someone to death. Then burns all the strippers' death by calling and like uh, with gasoline or or kerosene something. And he's like right before he drops the uh, what what is he? He drops something onto it to let it start burning. He's like naughty. He's really hamming it up. Bill Goldberg is really hamming it up with his wrestler wrestler uh persona i mean it's, it's a it's a perfect role for him because there's virtually no dialogue and it's just choreographed shenanigans yes yeah he and, and this is going to come into play in a minute because in the next scene you get some kids getting killed by opening some of their presents and then santa visits mr green at the deli and he does so by breaking through the front door and spearing 
just Goldberg's signature move uh, from wrestling. He would he would run across the ring and tackle his opponent because he played football. Um, by the way, he, he was an uh, an Atlanta Falcon. Okay, um, yeah, I thought I knew that. Yeah, yeah. So he spears Mister Green through this like a uh, glass meat display, like the deli display thing. And then he takes a Nora because Mr. Green's Jewish and stabbed through the neck. And Nick shows up and is like, Oh fuck. I thought you people didn't believe in Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm like, God damn Nick, you insensitive dudes dying. And he, t- he tries to warn the cops like, Hey, Santa's fucking real. And he's, he's going to kill people because at this point, Nick has learned what his grandpa has been worried about. His grandpa has a book called the what? The uh, is it the Necronomicon or something like that? It was called the Necronomicon. Yeah, that's the book from the Evil Dead. That's from yep. H.P. Lovecraft. The Book that's, of the Dead. Yeah. So Santa is cosmic. Here we go. Um, <laughs> it's explained that <laughs> well, Santa- tied in every show. I, uh, dude, look, I'm I'm not trying to. The the movie. No, did it no, for I'm me. saying yeah, it's hilarious. It's you. It, these parallel parallels are awesome. I know everything's cosmic, man. Life's cosmic. I don't know what to say. If you don't know what I mean, everyone who's listening on the nightclub, we go off about cosmicism. Anywho, <laughs> the, after after Santa, oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. The deal with Santa is, and Nick learns this by reading the Necronomicon, is that Santa is the son of Satan, and he lost a bet to an angel a thousand years ago. And in this bet, Get this, they, of all things. What were they? Yeah, playing? what it, it was curling, which of is an Olympic things. sport. That's an Olympic sport, my dude. That's yeah. in the Olympics. It's like what the U.S. Yeah, curling are, team is from my hometown. <laughs> for real? Yeah. Wow, John Schuster okay. and all them. Yeah. So, if anyone out there doesn't know what curling is, let me explain real quick in my in my naive way because I don't know what the fuck this sport is. Um, you take this little oversized hockey puck. It's a and rock. You, it's basically a big stone. Mm-hmm. And you're on ice. You're on ice. That's your playing field. You're on ice. You you push it forward, and some other teammates brush the ice to make it slick, I assume. To control speed, yeah. Okay. And you're trying to get uh, the, the, the rock – uh, as close to a designated area as possible it's a and game big bullseye. Points. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's a weird sport. I admit I don't understand it, um, but I don't I don't understand most sports. So it's whatever. Anywho, so Santa loses this game to an angel, and so because he loses, he has to be nice and give gifts to children for a thousand years. So he's been doing that, and that's why we have the Coca Cola Santa Claus. But he's not really that fucking Santa Claus. He's a murderous demon spawn. Okay. And he tracks down Nick and Mac and the grandpa and he kills the grandpa. He, he stomps his head in after making Pretty probably brutal. the best joke of the movie where he, uh, his, 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 um, Buffalo runs over grandpa. And he's like, Oh, grandpa got ran over by a reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so God, what was the other, he had a, uh, another good kill with the Buffalo when it ate one of the valets from the strip club. That was pretty funny too. Burping up the valet's hat or shirt or something. 
Yeah, or he comes out of the strip club and his fucking buffalo had already ate this guy and he's just like, <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> yeah. So so Mac and, and Nick flee on snowmobiles. They, they're fucking tearing ass through town while Santa's giving chase, flying through the air with his buffalo and sleigh. And they pass some townspeople and they're like, oh shit, Santa's going to come. And they're like, fuck off. And they all get killed. Um, Santa, Santa acts up a lot of dead people in this movie. Like a lot. To be um, how many? Forty-one. Oh, okay. Well, there. Yeah, there you go. Then this—that's <laughs> a fuck ton of, of people. Yes, um, it is. It is. If you think about your favorite slashers and horror movies out there, they've got like a you know fraction of the the deaths and kills. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think the high, I think the highest that a Jason movie goes to is half of this. I think yeah. so. Um, if, yeah, if that. Santa tracks down Nick and Mac to a skating rink where they're trying to have kind of a close moment and they kind of do. And he, he, he's going to fucking mow them down with a Zamboni, which is, which is a, um, how would, what, what is the function of a Zamboni or a Zamboni? So, uh, Am I saying it a wrong? Zamboni. No, a Zamboni resurfaces ice for skating or hockey. So mm-hmm. it basically sweeps up all the ice shavings after you skate on it. And it lays down a nice little sheet of water that refreezes and it makes it glass. Smooth as glass. Nice. So Santa and, and Boss Tuna is, is an avid, you know, hockey player. So he knows about this shit. So Santa breaks onto the ice with this Zamboni and he's going to fucking murder them. But the ghost of Grandpa, he arrives with one of the rocks, one of those big hockey pucks. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> He turns out to be the angel from Satan's past or Santa's past, rather the son of Satan. He's the one that challenged him and he intervenes and he's like, Hey man, one more, one more match of curling, huh? For old time's sake. And Santa agrees, but instead of playing the game, he cheats. He takes grandpa and fucking throws him into this hell hole that was created in the uh, hockey rink in, in the ice by, by Santa. So, so grandpa, you know, presumably is going to hell forever and Santa can be evil and crazy as long as he wants. But, um, Nick shoots Santa in the chest with a dun, 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 chestnut. Ironic. I know. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That little chestnut gun yeah. thing or whatever. It plays it. Yeah. It plays into the film. It's like a little, a tiny little thread. And the movie has a lot of these, by the way, a little threads uh, woven throughout. But um, yeah, he, he, he knocks Santa for a loop with that. They rescue grandpa who for some reason can't leave the hockey rink. I don't know why he can't the ghost or an angel, a ghost of an angel. I don't know what the fuck he even is at this point. Yeah. I, I don't know if it has leave. to do with the fact that the portal opened up or something or yeah, I, they 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 don't bother explaining, but it's it's Christmas magic. Fuck right. it, man. Yep. You don't need to know why. So they they the uh, Nick and Matt go get some ski shooter skeet shooters, and they're like, you know, we need to take Santa out. And they have this one Native American guy who's still smoking cigarettes, even though he's talking out of a voice box. That's all about killing Santa Claus. They start shooting at Santa's sleigh as he's trying to retreat because he's lost his powers. I think even though his sleigh can still fly magically, incredibly, impossibly through the air. Mm-hmm. And um, Mac's dad, another running thread, because he was a like a weapons freak, 
he shows up and shoots Santa down with a fucking bazooka. <laughs> Holy shit, folks. So Santa gets blown up by a bazooka, but he's not dead because in the final scene, he's boarding a plane to the North Pole. And that's the movie. That's, that's, that's the Santa's movie. sleigh. And dude, you know what my favorite part is? Well, I don't know favorite, but I loved it. The movie got me a few times, but I loved the Rankin-Bass specials um, um, homage that the director put in this film. When the, he talks about... The what when specials? He when he talks about Santa's origins and shows him and the angel playing their first game of curling a thousand oh, sure. years ago, yep. the, the, animate, the movie switches to a stop-motion animation style that is reminiscent completely of classic Christmas Rankin-Bass specials like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay. It's, it, it's, I grew up watching those, and when that happened, I lost my mind. I was like, whoa, they're do this guy is Christmasing this shit up. This is Christmas as fuck. Yeah. So that's the movie in a nutshell. And there's even a post credit scene where Goldberg says his iconic line from wrestling, which is he's looking at a list. You're next or something, right? Yep. Yep. He says, yep. You're, no, he's, well, he says, who's next? Oh yeah. Who's you know? next? Yeah. Yeah. That was Goldberg's thing. Cause he, he had an undefeated streak in WCW and so his his slogan became or his his mantra his 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 whatever his his uh tagline is who's next like who am I gonna fucking beat next because he I think he got up to like past 150 matches with no losses it's wrestling you know it's scripted sure. but still it he it, that was the gimmick is he was undefeated so yeah. he was a he was a badass of of you know unprecedented proportions he was fucking crazy so this movie, man, I had a lot of fun. Before we, we're gonna take we're gonna take a quick break before we get into the reviews okay. and, and final thoughts. We'll be right back, folks. Talk is cheap, motherfucker. And we're back. So, final thoughts, ratings, and reviews. Tibu, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? I don't know. This is interesting because I don't know how you feel about the movie. I think you're um, going to come in higher than me. Oh, shit. Okay, well, I'll let you go first, and then I'll kind of end things on a sort of high note then. Okay. Um, as I said before, after that first scene with Fran Drescher, Michael Caine, <laughs> Khan, Con, no, yeah. James, James, James Con. James Con, Michael Caine, James Con. Yeah, James Con. Oh man, Jeff Goldblum and James Con in this movie instead. Oh God. Oh. Um, uh, Fran Drescher. He, he, yeah. He'd he'd be at the table. Michael Caine would be at the table, and he'd be like, "This turkey is Best, the size of a tangerine." Master Wayne. Master yeah. Master Santa. Yeah. Um, Master Goldblum. I was okay. I was coming I was coming pretty high uh, into the movie after that first scene. Unfortunately, the best part about that movie was the first five minutes. This is going to be. I don't think you're going to like what I'm going to say next, but I think Bill Goldberg ruined this movie for me. Yeah. Um, I he just he ain't the best. He ain't the best. I ain't going to say he's the best. I I I mean it it had what I would ex when you see the title Santa's sleigh. And after mm -hmm. that first scene, you've already got an idea of what this movie is trying to be like. I just think that Bill Goldberg just didn't fit for me. It didn't work for me. It was too over the top. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's really hard for me to explain, but 
I just watched that movie and I was actually upset afterwards. I was like, God dang it. Like, oh, I, really, God damn. I really wanted to like that. Um, also the ending drove me nuts. Um, I, I hated that whole scene. I think they should have, it just didn't, it just didn't make sense because it was so predictable and you knew exactly what was going to happen. Uh, it was a little bit of a, it was a little bit of a kind of a twist, I guess, with grandpa, you know, being the, the angel thing. But even then Which, you, you kind of saw that coming. They, they, they did. Yeah. With the Rankin Bass animation, they kind of made him look sort of the same. And also um, in grandpa's closet, there was a uh, baseball hat that was the California, whatever city, I don't know the city, but the baseball team, the angels. Oh, the, yeah. Is it Anaheim or? uh, I don't know. I'm not a baseball guy. Me neither. I'm thinking Anaheim from um, the Disney film. I think it's Disney. um, The Mighty Ducks or Angel Outfield. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. No, that's that's a, that's a a young, I think that's a young, um, Levin. What's his name? Joseph Gordon Levitt. Oh yeah, it is. Levitt. Yeah. With with Danny Glover and Christopher Lloyd, Matthew McConaughey, Tony Mm -hmm. Danza, a lot of people in that movie, man. I forgot about him. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, as far as this goes, I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm coming in at a three and a half. It just did not work for me. The, I, I was coming in so high after that first scene, but it, um, what could have saved it, I guess, what could have made it better is, is, I mean, if you have someone like Bill Goldberg, who is pretty legit when it comes to choreographed fighting and his wrestling career, I thought the kills were just sloppy and lazy. Lots of obstacles. Really? Yeah. They, I mean, okay. I, I, the one caveat to that is going to be James Caan in the beginning that, that was awesome with the Turkey leg. Yeah. Um, and the, burning, the knives through the hand, the burning and the knives through the hand. Yeah. But after that, it was, I don't know. I, I, I was just, I was, I was honestly, I was, I was pissed because I was like that opening scene <laughs> was so promising. And then, I mean, I, I, the character relationship between Nick and Mac just didn't really make sense to me either. Like what, te- what teenage boy going through puberty is going to, you know, not be all over that. Well, he wanted easy bake ovens. <sighs> I know that's not supposed to be fair, but I think that's what the movie was implying. You think so? I, I guess I, I didn't. A little bit. Okay. I guess I didn't see that then. But no. Yeah, it, it's. Yeah, it is what it is, man. It it was uh, it was below average as far as what I was expecting, even. So just Damn. well, as much as I, I hate to say Bill Goldberg, I think he fucking ruined it. I feel bad that you didn't enjoy it. Cause I, I was the one that wanted to watch this one for this. Don't feel but, bad. It was still fun talking about it. And it actually, like, I almost was going to, you know, show my hand a little bit early on and just say, I, I, I was thinking, I was like, I love that you are so excited about this because I was like, <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be two of us being like, uh, yeah, this movie is kind of boring. But no. Nah. Anyways, I want to hear it. I want to hear what you got. So I'm coming in different than Boss Tuna here. I, uh, okay, were you a wrestling fan growing up? Uh, not really. Okay, so maybe this I mean, really, might... really, really early on, like, like 
like late eighties, early nineties. Okay. For this a might years, play, but yeah. This might play into it a slight bit, slightly, because I, I, I divorce Bill Goldberg being a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Everything else about this movie worked for me as far as I got the tone right away and it continued for me as to where for you it fell. Um, I enjoyed all the schlocky shit. I enjoyed all the silliness. I I enjoyed the thought that went into the plot, actually. I think this movie had way more going into like going on in the plot than it deserved for what it was trying to be, in my opinion. Involving a legend uh, um uh, for Santa involving yeah i totally i totally agree with that it was it was fun getting a kind of bit of a backstory yeah uh, if you will like a little bit of a different one yeah i thought all the characters the the the, from the pastor to the the crotchety old lady to the deli owner i thought they were all good i thought they were all well acted i thought they were all fun um i thought all the kills were fun and and inventive uh to an extent like the kids opening their gifts and their heads were blown off and it was like a looney tunes thing was you know it's not the best but it's like oh uh uh-huh but when he's in that fucking strip club killing everybody and the way he's doing it i thought was fun um bill goldberg himself it just felt like they (laughs) they were like here is your budget and the director is like, all right, we're going to take 90% of that budget and dump it into the first three minutes just so we can piss off viewers like Boss Tuna. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just left them table scraps for the rest of it. There, Well, there's even scenes like uh, when they're running through, um, I think, the high school and Santa launches a, a fucking fireball from his mouth. Mm-hmm. It was CG, it was CGI, but I thought yeah. I I wasn't even taken out. I was like, oh, that looked cool. I thought it looked cool. I, I have like, no problem with that. Yeah, I like schlocky shit. I I like some horror movies that don't make sense, that are dumb fun, and I I like them sometimes more maybe than other people do. Or I don't. I, I'm not gonna say more than this movie deserves. I I I, I disagree on this term or on this point. I think this movie. Um, does deserve a little, maybe even a little bit more recognition as a good Christmas horror film. I, I thought it was a lot, just a lot of fun. I had fun, sure. more fun than I thought I would. I'm gonna come in honestly at an honest seven point five. I Damn. really, I really like this movie, and I would watch this again, okay, especially around Christmas. And I would also push this movie on people. I'd say, hey, you like Silent Night, Deadly Night two? That's the kind of Christmas movie you like. You might want to watch Santa Slay, for real. It's it, it it's it's so it's dumb. It's dumb as fuck. But I think it's better than. I think it's better than. I know you gave it a three point five. Right, three point five. I know. I know you gave it that. But, and and based on what I thought it was gonna be, I thought I was I was hoping. Please let this be at least a five. Okay. Because. Cause, cause I know it's Goldberg and I know it's going to be schlock, but when it did what it did and, and the movie had more than I expected, it elevated itself for me and, and a second watch would benefit. I've only seen this once. So this is a hot take first time watch. Mm-hmm. I, I want to rewatch it cause I'm a rewatcher and, and see if it still holds up in the same cool ways that 
you know, that or the same ways that I like. But again, 7.5, I've got a little love for this movie. I think it's really fucking fun, really dumb. Turn your brain off. Go go for the ride. Enjoy it. I think I think Santa Slay is um it's not as good as Jingle All the Way. That's a great Christmas movie. But it's I think it's in that same vein yeah. of dumb and fun. You know, the problem is 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 I am no Schwarzenegger though. Nowhere near. Yeah, I'm right. Nowhere Dude, near. Could you imagine Schwarzenegger being a he would have been a phenomenal pro wrestler, like probably I, among among the likes of like Hogan or something. I want to see um oh yeah, oh yeah, because he could talk. He could he mm-hmm. could be on the key thing to being a great pro wrestler is not only you have to have in-ring personality and skills help, but if you can talk on the mic, you're good. You're solid. They, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll bump you up. But um, I want to see the new uh, Fat Man. I want to see that movie yeah. with Mel Gibson as Santa because I think this movie is like a stupid version of what that movie looks like it's going to be, which is a also dumb but fun, but pro- probably more – I don't know, well-crafted take on the yeah. type of Santa Claus that we're getting in, in Santa Slate, which is a vengeful, evil, murderous Santa Claus. That's what I got from, I saw one trailer for Fat Man and that's it. And it was okay. a brief 30 second type trailer. It was like a little uh, teaser, as they say. There's a couple of things too, uh, else that I want to say what this movie is. I, I'm kind of a hard customer to please when it comes to these type of movies. I, I love the schlocky, cheesy, you know, quote unquote, fun horror movie just as much as the next guy. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to, I, I've got a very unique sense of humor in that it, it takes a lot for a movie to make me laugh. So when this film are, is very juvenile, I, I yeah. it's very juvenile, but so is Beavis and Butthead and <laughs> And that shit's funny. Yeah, I mean, South so, Park. So, South Park's like my favorite show of all time. Just to yes, it. me, me too, me too. Yeah. That and Rick and Morty is, even though South Park's been around way longer. And I've I don't got think I've longer. ever seen a single episode of Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty speaks to me on a nihilistic, cosmic, fucked up level. But South Park can too. But South South Park's cultural. It it, it embraces. Mm-hmm. So yes, um, and I'm I'm sorry. I'm not trying to cut you off. Um, but I, but I agree as far as uh, like a sense of humor that goes with South Park or with um, what was the thing you mentioned right before that? Well, we're talking about Beavis Butthead, South Park, Rick and Morty. Oh, I did. I mentioned Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's juvenile. The film has got juvenile humor in it, but I, but I, I do think, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'll let you get back to your point. I do think it does have some good plot threads woven Mm -hmm. into the story that I didn't expect. And so that, that surprised me, but your, your sense of humor um, you were saying as far as schlock goes. Yeah, it, it, it's, and you're right. I mean, I, I don't disagree with you on any of that because this movie actually did put a lot more thought into certain things such as, you know, the, the backstory, how are you going to tie? Because they very well could have just been another cheesy horror movie that had Santa killing people, but they actually mm-hmm. put some thought into a backstory and how it happens. And then they did tie it up with a nice little bow at the end. It's just, and the, yeah. And overall, the, and it didn't for me. The Rankin Bass thing, man. I thought that that animation sequence was just. See, and I don't even know. I'm not familiar with that, so that's another thing mm-hmm. that kind of just missed me. You know, where it obviously that spoke to you in ways. 
And Boss Tuna is older than T. Boo, so he should have seen these movies growing up. These specials. They were on TV all the time. Just like, um, what's that? What's the classic Christmas movie? What's the one? We all know it. Christmas Story. That's right. That movie is on every year. I think TNT or USA or one of those. PBS or something, yeah. Yeah, one of the cable networks plays it on Christmas Day. uh, 24-7. Yeah. Yeah. So the Rankin-Bass specials were akin to that. They, they, they get played every holiday. Um, yeah. Every holiday season. So yeah, for me growing up that, that was just a staple and to see that paid tribute in this film that I was already enjoying. Um, uh, yeah, it just, it, it pushed me over the, over the edge, man, like for what it is. And I respect it. I respect this movie. And that was a first time director, um, making this film. He had a small budget and I think he did a really good job with it. I know you were saying after the first uh, five minutes, it, it goes way down. I, again, I disagree. I think a lot of the kills are kind of inventive and kind of cool. Um, stupid, but cool. Some of them don't work that well. Like, like I said, the kids getting their heads blown off, but I, I think, I think there's a lot of fun to be had with this movie. So if anyone's on the fence, you can, you can tell we're, we're both coming in on opposite sides of, of the fence here. If, if, if you're hearing this, then I think you should at least check it out. Would you say that? Yeah. That people should at least. Yeah. Check it I out? mean, the only, the only time I ever would for me recommend this movie would be Christmas time, but it's, it's, if you're sitting around trying to find a good Christmas movie, Christmas horror movie to watch and you're can't think of any, then I'd put this on. Um, I'll it, take that. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely seasonal for sure. I mean, the one thing this movie does a great job of is obviously winter and Christmas horror. So, I mean, there's, there's plenty of that. Oh, hell yeah. So T boo with a 7.5 boss tuna with a 3.5. So, yeah. And uh, speaking of Christmas horror though, I, I don't know, man. You want to talk a little Christmas horror? Maybe some. Yeah, let's. We're we're not going to come in with like a, you know, like a like a top five or something like that. But I figured we just chat about some movies that either nostalgia or, or or movies we like to watch around Christmas time or holiday holiday time as well too. Uh, the first one uh, that I will mention, and I'll briefly mention it because we may have talked about it last episode. I can't remember, but Better Watch Out uh, was a movie that we did on Joe Blow Horror Show here, reviewed for our, our Christmas episode a couple years ago. I will say since I did that review, that was my first time watch, I've come up on that quite a bit, and I rated it pretty high back then, so... That's a really good, really fun movie. Uh, the twist is phenomenal. The story is excellent. So I, I really enjoy that movie. That's a good one. I I love, for a Christmas horror movie, I love Gremlins. Love it. Yeah. It's one of my favorite 80s films. It's one of my favorite horror films. Anyone who's listened to The Nightclub and has gone through the episodes, they've heard me talk about my top 40 or 40-ish, um, which would change now, believe it or not, even though that was like a year ago. But Gremlins would still be very high on that list. I grew up watching that movie. Anyone who has not seen Gremlins, it's a fun creature feature movie from the 80s with amazing animatronics and special effects. 
Mm-hmm. It's it, and it's darker than you think. For, it is. for for what it is. It is. It's 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 pretty dark for sure. I would second that. That's a great movie as well. Uh, one movie that my kids well my kids watched part of it, but they got a little scared. We watched uh, while we we're up north at the cabin. It was uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Uh, good old Jack Skellington. So we watched. Um, we watched. I would say most of that before they were getting a little bit too scared. So that's always a fun movie as well. It's that's the whole argument. Is it more Halloween than Christmas or Christmas and Halloween? But it's watch definitely it, watch a it Christmas for both. film. Yep. I think I think it's a Christmas film personally but yes you're right you can watch it for both i think it flows it's you know what watch it for thanksgiving fuck it yeah yeah fuck it because thanksgiving doesn't really have a good horror film that you can call it thanks like what's the thanks what killing is the, thanks killing is a good one yeah yeah but Adam's one, oh shit yeah yeah you're right okay that one i'd, I'd give it to um I, I'm going to go to a classic here, Black Christmas from 1974. That movie has the aesthetic of Christmas. It has the lights, the colors. It's got an awesome plot, awesome story. I think it's got great acting. And, I mean, that this is a classic of the horror genre. Right but, is, but yeah. It, yeah, but it, it fits right in on Christmas time. If you put this on on Christmas – you watch, <laughs> you watch um, Halloween, which came out uh, four years after this movie, I think, seventy eight. Yeah. yeah, you'll notice the uh, the opening of Halloween is very reminiscent of the opening of Black Christmas. Yeah, so it's one of John the Carpenter, one of the original slashers for sure. Yeah, John Carpenter was paying homage to another one. Yep. Um, not to beat a dead horse, but again, another one that I've really come to like is Christmas Evil. Another movie that we covered on the Joe Blow Horror Show. Uh, Jeffrey DeMunn. I love that guy. He's a great actor, but that's, that's... What else? What else was he in? Most people would recognize him from either The Walking Dead or The Mist. Who was he in The Mist? He was. Uh, he was the. He he was. He's been in some Stephen King films too, right? Yeah. Like uh, Shawshank or or Green Mile or maybe both. Well, him and Frank Darabont are good buddies, so he was in a lot of stuff that Frank Darabont had done, which I, for the life of me, I can't think of any right well, offhand. But well, he th- those two, both of those, and The Mist. Um, Frank Darabont did all three of those films and he did the walking dead. Frank Darabont did the first season. Yeah. Um, uh, the guy you're talking about, Jeffrey DeMunn, I believe was also in, um, the storm of the century TV series, Stephen King TV series. Pretty sure he was yeah. in that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's been everywhere, man. Yeah. But go, yeah. But Christmas uh, evil. Yeah. Have you seen that one? No. Check it out. It's, it's actually, I would save it for next year. It's, it's dark. It's, it's complete opposite of, of what we just talked about. So it's a pretty dark Christmas movie. It's, it's a lot lighter on the kills and gore and whatnot, but it's, yeah, it's, it's dark for sure. I would definitely check that out. I know I mentioned this already, but I will say again, silent night, deadly night two, part two, everyone. That's a great Christmas movie, a Christmas horror movie. It's so stupid, 
it's so bad. It's so great. I love it. Yeah. You, you, you have horrible. <laughs> it's the acting from the main character is so horrible. Most people probably know that movie from the, um, the garbage day scene. You ever seen that? Have you seen? Uh, I don't think I've seen that movie. Oh, dude, you have to watch this movie. Um, yeah, you know the garbage day thing I'm talking about. Mm-mm. No, just YouTube. Everyone out there, just YouTube. Um, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Garbage Day, and you'll see. You'll see that scene, and you'll be like, "What the fuck? This is a Christmas movie." Yeah, <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. Check that shit out. All right. So there's there's a couple of our favorite uh, Christmas movie well, I, Christmas horror movies. I got one more. Oh, all right, go for it. What do you got? Uh, okay, so I'm talking about Silent Night, Deadly Night Two, and shit like that. Funny, stupid. This is not a horror movie by traditional standards, but neither uh, neither is a Nightmare Before Christmas. Batman Begins. Batman Begins is a Christmas film. It's dark as fuck. It starts out with a baby getting thrown in a fucking river, people. Okay? That's how the movie starts. And Batman kills people. Batman returns. I think this is horror adjacent. Batman begins or Batman returns? Returns with Michael Keaton. Oh, oh, okay. Yep. Directed by Tim Burton, co-starring Danny DeVito as the Penguin. And Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. And Christopher fucking walking, uh, walking as Max shrek which is a nod to the actor that played nosferatu in the original 1920s oh, yeah. film yeah yep so this movie that movie is 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 also like gremlins darker than you think it is go watch it again and guess what it's a christmas movie yeah i suppose tim burton it is so. man they 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 have the lighting of the tree. It's every it's very Christmassy. Very the Christmas atmosphere, the snow, it's all there, and it's so fucked up. McDonald's had to pull the toys from their Happy Meals because oh, of how God. fucked up this movie was. And parents were like, parents were like, this is before the internet. Everybody, that's how powerful this movie was. That parents were pissed, and so McDonald's, a major you know, chain, fast food chain corporation had to pull toys from their, their, their meals Happy because meals. it's like, that's funny. Yeah. So many people were mad. So that's funny. go check it out. It pissed off parents. You better watch it. It's been it. a long time since I saw it. Although I did see parts of it just in the last couple of years. So it's great. It's amazing. It's one of my favorites. I love it. Perfect. Probably my favorite. Probably so there's, my favorite there's a few uh, holiday type Christmas horror movies for you. So um anything else you want to add before we wrap this up and uh i just i hope everyone had a good holiday and got to relax and enjoy some good food and hopefully everyone got some nice presents and i hope everyone you know gave a little something too um it's it feels good to give so as corny and as cliche and schlocky as that sounds i hope everyone gave and received in many ways over the past holidays <laughs> you i was going there if you weren't oh yeah um yeah no <laughs> this was just a little kind of surprise bonus episode we wanted to throw out there for you guys so tied you over until i get my shit together and finish editing the previous episode so 
Stay tuned. Uh, just a little heads up as far as what's coming up the docket here. Uh, we have our next episode, which is going to be carrying on that whole winter theme, if you will. We are going to be covering misery and I am not a serial killer. So check those out, watch them before, um, you know, we, we get those recorded out to you and, uh, we'll be coming at you guys after that with a super special top secret ultra MK2 type episode did we give any type of uh heads up to that or are we giving any spoilers or are we just leaving it at that nope they're gonna have to listen to both the new episodes before they find out what the fuck's going on all right well tibu what last words you want to leave our fans with the words i open with merry christmas happy hanukkah happy kwanzaa if you don't celebrate a fucking thing i hope you had a nice time this winter um, and the winner's riding on. So let's ride on together. Be good people. Be good people, everybody. Cheers, guys. Be good to each other. Happy holidays. We'll catch you guys next time.